0: Seven HD two. The Ryan Kelly Morning After.
2: Bill, 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 Bill. Bill. Bill's Club. These people were here in concert, and we forgot about it. Yeah, Gene and Dean Ween, sir.
0: They were at Red Rocks the day before. I dropped my buddy and his girlfriend off to go see. Really? So they band? that Rafer. No, reefer. Uh, Yeah, they're huge. I, I took a picture. We were at a bar there in what is like to call it Colorado. Kind of a, I mean, it's a really small, small little town in between Denver. And there was at this bar in two Denver huge and Ween posters. And like oh. Blackhawk, mm. Colorado, where we were staying oh. at. So, yeah, Wayne's huge out there. Yeah, still.
3: I read the other day that Elvis Presley sold out every concert he ever did, over 1,600. Every concert he ever did in his career was sold out.
0: It's a nice little little penny. Yeah. Doug, are you going
2: to watch the Cardinals game? Uh,
0: 11.35 uh, start. I don't know what else
3: is on.
2: Tommy Edmund, Alec Burleson, Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Aranato, Wilson Contreras, Andrew Kisner, Richie Palacios, Jordan Walker, Mason Wynn, Zach Thompson, He'll tow the Slab, Cardinals and Pirates. Oh, yeah, they're Cardinals. playing this afternoon. Huh? 11.35, morning. Yeah. You can watch Price's Right and the Cardinals.
3: Well, that'll Boy, there'll be a big crowd in Pittsburgh for that one.
2: I gotta thank the Cardinals.
1: Uh, my boy Walshie got me a uh, signed uh, Mason Wynn ball for Bowl.
3: Really?
2: Yep. Thanks, Walshie.
3: Walshie you know
2: him that well yes Uh, Tron Carter Doug you know Tron Carter Uh,
3: uh,
2: yeah Jennings called him a scrub (laughs) okay Uh, but Plowhawk you like this Uh, you see Bunky Perkins tweet Uh, I didn't uh, No, I didn't Bunky Perkins says this Florida doc is a joke Urban might as well have been the executive producer then Tron Carter said, "I tried to watch the first episode and just couldn't do it. The whitewashing and selective memory belies a complete lack of shame and pride from Netflix and all involved, becoming a trend on that service." That's from Tron Carter. Plowhawk, that echoes your your take. It was
0: a big hit and miss on this one. Just because the amount of storyline that they completely didn't even cover. So, like, why come out with a documentary when 95 percent of it is? Did they talk hush? Aaron Hernandez. Nothing. Nothing of Seriously? Aaron Hernandez. Nothing of Aaron Hernandez.
2: What about? Urban and
0: he had, what, who would have heart attacks. What nothing do you do? about Urban and the heart yeah. attack. Nothing. There's, not, there's nothing well, what are in talking it, about? it. The 06 season, the 07 season, and the 08 season. Chris Leak. Of all football. That's Any, it. There's no on? other storylines outside of well, Why would of that, that be football. of much interest to the rest there, of the isn't. country? It isn't. The interest was everything that they missed upon. It, I, I cannot believe they were allowed to release that. Anything on t Everything was on Tebow. Oh. Every single possible second with Tim was,
2: Tebow. Was any of them, were Meyer or Tebow or anybody affiliated with the Gators producers?
0: I don't know. Tebow and Meyer were basically the only ones outside of uh, uh, Siler and Spikes. Because Spikes was the heir apparent and the linebacker to Siler. Like, these guys are kind of no names in the grand scheme of things. And those were the featured guys Aaron Hernandez mentioned once. And that was it. No heart attack, no... Off-field issues outside about like a five-minute wrap-up of guys who were arrested and then released and not charged no Nothing on Aaron Hernandez. It's like it was unreal how much they completely ignored and showed Urban Meyer and like this golden boy light and it's like It's bad the Johnny Manziel one too. They missed the boat on that one So the last couple that they have done have really they've wet the bed on Two See, I like the Johnny Manziel one. I liked it, but I thought it could have gone longer. They could have gone deeper I, it just—it's a fluff piece for Manziel and it's a fluff piece for Urban Meyer, and it I really was, doesn't uh, go to the drama.
2: Talking to a gentleman I play with who went to A and uh, I, I don't know if he was down there at that time or not. Might have been, but he said, "Oh yeah, the, I mean he's uh, he's opening a bar in College Station. What an odd thing to do if you're yeah in the spot he is coming off." Shows of drinking in the last scene, and uh, and said they just left a lot out, and I said, "Oh well, coming from a uh, Johnny Manziel, novice, relatively speaking, I thought it was really good. So maybe I'm off on that. But I was entertained by it. I'll have to watch the Florida one. I love those kinds of things. But I do feel like, and maybe The Last Dance was the first one with sports. I feel like political figures have been doing this uh, over the last five to 10 years, specifically, I think with Netflix, but perhaps it's been on HBO as well, that people are writing their own legacy.
0: "Quote unquote" documentaries, but they're not really yep. documentaries. Mm-hmm. Documentary has good and bad. I would be absolutely shocked if Urban Meyer wasn't a part of the production staff. Just, just how it went, man, it was.
1: No, I just looked up. There's six producers. He's not one of them. There's three girl producers and
0: girl the, producers. <laughs> girl producers. Okay, that, it's, it's, it's surprising. Cause I really think people should watch it just to realize. Like, and and I get like. Is nobody, it a one-parter, or is it like a 90-minute thing? It's a four-part a, series oh, wow. that could have been, right. been done in 35 minutes. Wow. I mean, the, the information was regurgitated. Like, nobody really cares about the football aspect of the 06, 07, and 08 Florida Gators. Really. It's just not Unless you're a big one national championship and one key marquee player who won the Heisman and Tim Tebow. Outside of that, people want to hear about everything they excluded. Nobody cares about the on-field football thing. No one.
1: And the right. director is a
0: female as well. You had Riley Cooper. he <laughs> had the chick, poun-
1: chick director. I mean, Cam Newton. say chick. I
0: Cam Newton stole a laptop. He was their backup on their sophomore year. Stole a laptop and got kicked off the team. They didn't even talk about that. Didn't talk about the Pouncy twin. Didn't talk about Aaron Hernandez. Uh, Carlos Dunlap was arrested at a, for a DUI a day before the 2009 Sugar Bowl. The heart attack of Urban Meyer. The downfall of the aftermath of Urban Meyer. Aaron Hernandez. None of it was touched. And Why make a documentary? Like, who, what, who's it appeased? And they all, all the trailers were talking about these things that weren't talked about. So that's how they got people to watch. Talk about all the arrests and all the drama outside of the football. There was none of that. And
1: what is it? I think the the title is The Swamp, The Downfall of Urban Meyer or something like that. So it, the, the the way they describe it is totally, according to Plowsy, because I haven't seen it, nothing like you would it's think.
0: A ba- it's a bait and switch. One of the bigger bait and switches in terms of television and wow. entertainment I have ever witnessed. I was waiting, I was like thinking, okay, there's an- got to be like four more episodes where, you know, now we're done with the football stuff, let's get to the drama. Nope. You're not a on this presentation. Basically, if you didn't know who Urban Meyer was until now, you would think he was the best and brightest person and coach ever who loved his players. And he really was the exact opposite and loved himself, loved money. It, it, I just, it, it made me sick thinking, that was it? Well, uh,
2: yeah. Plowhawk not with an endorsement. Winning time, not getting an endorsement. Season two from Doug. Mm. And I liked Fargo.
0: <sighs> Fargo's really good.
2: I'm trying to think what I'm watching that I enjoy. Doug? I, I've watched in the Winning Time season one, watching the bear with my wife. Yeah. <laughs> is that any that good? To? The bear, yeah, big tall. I heard oh, a lot of yeah. great things about it. But big I saw thing. the beginning, and he's
1: just like face-to-face with a bear. And I said, it's going to be like that thing with DiCaprio getting chewed up. By the <laughs> Revenant. No, it's but not. I good. guess he owns a restaurant. Uh, oh, who, the miss. bear or the,
3: the DiCaprio?
0: <laughs> the, guy the, guy who... Who... the guy from Shameless. Lip. Oh, yeah. he's He's amazing in it. Yeah. yeah. He took over his brother's restaurant trying to salvage it. And that's kind of the storyline for season one and obviously season two. We I love every it. bit of it. i don't watch it then. Well, you send,
2: send your emails in. We have the designer heating cool email of the day, 15 minutes. Uh, we're giving away Blues tickets for the game against Winnipeg on November 7th. Uh, Rocky and I will be on balloon party today. Uh, Doug and uh, Rocky will have to deal with it, although he deals with it for three hours every day. Now he's going to get a fourth one
3: going to be a rough day based on what happened to the Redbirds last night. I would
1: imagine. They
3: they have just given up, haven't they? What makes you say that? Have you ever seen a team just give up? I honestly
1: don't watch anymore. Take
3: horrible beatings from bad teams?
1: Guy, you made a lot of money at the beginning of the year. If it was was a prop bet over and under on Adam Wainwright wins, you only need a five to get to 200. He's got three.
0: Hmm. I was the one calling the under 83. You shipped it. I I think I was in the 85 to
2: 87 range. I think that's where I was. Thought they should be in the mix for the Central. Wouldn't be in the mix for a World Series. I believe, you know, take your pick of Mount Rushmore of moves, whether they were moves that were made or moves that weren't made. I feel like the Wilson Contreras one will be in that category of moves that will be costly. Uh, And we'll look back on and go, ooh, that was really rough. Although I realize many people probably are there at the moment. But I just... I just really think, and it's tough to say because you don't know if Goldschmidt said I won't be traded, but I feel like that was that was the one. So hey. Again, it wasn't, it, it, you know, it didn't, but the Reds right now have all these young players. I feel like every week there's a new guy getting called up and contributing to them, having a run at the National League Central, and a lot of that is is from prospects they acquired in the last couple of years when they were catching a lot of hell from, from fire sale. You know, I think the general manager's messaging wasn't exactly great. But I just feel like you have Goldschmidt for one more year. He's going to be 36 and he's 36 in two weeks and I have no idea. I just don't feel like that. They're an off season away from winning a world championship. I just think it's a miss. But again, I have to say, anytime I say this, maybe Goldschmidt said, "I will
0: not waive my no-trade clause." So, 35 games left. If they go seven and 28, which I mean, they won't. Seven and 28. I'm just thinking about how they would get to 100 losses. That would oh. be the case if they go 500. Let's say 18 and 17. That's still 73, and you do the math on that after okay. that. 18 but. would be 90.
3: They'd have 90 losses if they lose another. 18.
0: 73 and 90. It's probably that's what they're too many fit. games. 80, Won too many 90. games. no they have 35 left 18 and 17 35 if they go like that
3: 73 and 90 would be one too many games it'd be 163 games
1: yeah i said 89 wins losses you know yeah if you look at i know he's old um (laughs) but only one year he had five wins and that was the year he was hurt but he was hurt a couple years we didn't pitch but Um, even the last two years, I mean last year was he was what, ten and eight? The year before that it was seventeen and five or seventeen and six, something like that. His last hundred innings have this year like he's he can't pitch.
0: It's bad. Last hundred innings he has an eight point seven five ERA. That's opinion.
2: That is opinion. That actually is opinion. (laughs) I Uh, I think we'll get two. We got a results oriented uh, column. Was that on the athletic or on ESPN? I think it was about the Angels. Uh, the Angels not trading Otani. I understand them not trading Otani, and in the moment I wouldn't have traded yeah. Otani, and that was a take that I moved on because they, they were so close both in the West end and in the Wild Card.
3: They were going for
2: it. Yeah, with a superstar. So now it's like now they're being held accountable for not trading him. I really, you know, they were in the mix, and then they and then they not only they didn't just stand pat, kind of what the Cardinals did in 16, 17, and 18, uh, they got aggressive. It didn't work out. A team that kind of was in cell mode is in, in the West is actually making the run. Anybody know who that is? Nurse, nurse, nurse. You got to be paying attention.
3: Uh, well, not nurse, nurse, much.
2: nurse, nurse in the American League West. Oh, nurse, nurse, that's nurse. That's nurse. That's Seattle right. Mariners.
3: Yeah. There's Seattle. Was, did you see what Julio Rodriguez did that stretch of games he had? Rake show. The whole team has been him. on the rake show. He had 17 hits in four games.
0: Yeah, I traded he was 17 him. 17 for 21. Yeah. He's a, he's a hell of a player. Called him up, played him early. Went through the growing pains. And didn't like him. One of the best players. In
3: the <laughs> What'd you get for him?
0: I got uh, Vlad Guerrero in a pitcher.
3: Okay. So it was terrible. I needed
0: something. a first baseman, so I didn't ruin my season. Still, set, like, third. But, yeah, he had a... That was insane. 17 hits is wild. Yeah. Yes. But, you know, obviously
3: it's, it's nothing like the real thing. But when you play fantasy baseball and you pick up certain players that you're very happy about it, you see their past, it looks like their future is bright... And they fall completely apart. <laughs> you can empathize a little bit with the real guys, can't you, who really do it and think the same thing? Think they're getting players and and everything that can go wrong does go wrong over a certain course of a season. You can empathize a little bit. Well, they're professionals. You're not. But, but nonetheless, Look, you're, looking, you're looking at the same uh, stats, a lot of them, that they're looking at. You're, you're thinking about the same history.
0: Yeah, but it's a year-to-year fantasy. Like, I wouldn't have traded Julio Rodriguez for anybody because I have him... For another 10 or 12 years. You know, and this right, year, I just I'm needed saying, a still, first base. Sometimes and, you
3: put a lineup out there that you think is, this is really good. I'm very happy with it. And you just get, still get gobsmacked.
0: Oh, last year when I finished 15th out of 16, I go, man, I'm John Mose <laughs>
3: <laughs> But nobody was making fun of your clothing. That's what they do now. You have a bad year as a GM, they make fun of your clothing. He kind of brings it
0: on himself.
1: You're just drafting these players on your team because of things you've read about them that experts are posting.
3: But that's what they're doing too. They're the experts. Yeah, so
1: maybe they're going to hit, they're going to miss. So are you because you're picking them because they, the same reason they picked them.
3: That's exactly what I'm saying. So you can kind of empathize that when things fall apart, you know, if we had the job, would we be doing any better?
2: I'll say this and Doug and I, in a weird, we were actually talking about this in the commercial break. Uh, you saw what the white Sox, or maybe you didn't, but the white Sox parted ways with Kenny Williams and, uh, Rick they uh, their two baseball executives. Kenny Williams was the GM when they won the World Series in 05. Was that Cliff Polite? He was, Griffin? yeah.
3: Proud of Ianni. The uh,
2: and then he went to essentially a Mazaloc-like role, and then Rakon became their GM. White Sox, absolute disaster. And uh, they fired both of them yesterday. And, and maybe I'm off the mark. I can't speak for every organization in baseball, but I would think that any other team in the major leagues who had the expectations the cardinals had with where they sit now and that delta that stands in between people would lose their jobs now of course it you know the uh, the season isn't over and perhaps that would happen at the end of the year and uh, and yet the same people who played a role in in building this situation will be entrusted with fixing the situation. And that doesn't necessarily stand to reason. So No.
3: I mean, they fired Joe Torre after a bad couple of seasons. I think LaRusso would have been on the hot seat with a season like this. Whitey Herzog resigned after a season that wasn't this bad. In the middle of it. Yeah. Fired Matheny for less than this. It only tells me that Marmel's not the one calling the shots.
2: I mean, I, listen, I am pro-patience when it comes to teams, Cause I think oftentimes, in particular in the NHL and NBA, coaches, managers get whacked quickly. But uh, I, I guess what the Cardinals would go—we can we'll playoffs 19, 20, 21, 22. I go, yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I'll take 19 and 22. But God, to, to use playoffs in 20 and 21, 20s are outliers. It is, I, and by definition, they were there in 21. Um, it just has been—it's just been—it's just been, it's just been a, a feeling like a war of attrition for the majority of the season since 2015. That's oh. how I would describe it, kind of middling. I don't know if I felt like they were really championship contem- world championship contenders. The issue, I think, is, is that the Cardinals won world championships in years where you wouldn't have thought they were going to be in the mix to go deep in the playoffs in 06 and 11, and then years where in 2000 and 2004, which I realize is a super long time ago, and 2005 for that matter, um... That you would have thought that was one of their best teams. Those teams didn't win the World Series. Yeah. And so Bill wit for him, that is part of his memory, and I think that factors in, which I think contributes to the NCAA tournament approach of let's just get in and see if we can what get hot and win a baby. Or if something. we can just
3: get hot, we can win this baby. That's the one. That's I think happen. that's probably still the case.
2: Yeah.
1: That's why I think as long as Sabre metrics are around, we will never see in St. Louis another name manager. All they want is somebody that wants to be a yes-man to follow their sabermetrics. You're not going to start this guy because of a gut feeling. You're not going to start this guy because you have a feeling he's going to be good or do great against this guy. You will follow the sabermetrics, and whatever that tells you to do, that's what you're going to do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that's what they're going to get. If you have somebody like Schilt who didn't agree with what they want to do in the offseason, you're gone. I think La Russa came in before... Sabermetrics was a huge part of the Cardinals system. And because he was so successful, I mean, he, he wasn't a yes guy. He did what he wanted to do. Um, so that's why he stayed around.
0: Wasn't it an option to get Terry Francona before he went to the Guardians? He got the job instead of Matheny, I believe. Okay. That
2: is... That is uh, no. Oh, Matheny got instead yes, of him. that's correct.
0: I, I, I just... I would love to see a big name, because you, you probably can see some guys like Aaron Boom being on you know, the doc next year ready to go to another team. I, I just don't know how much they go with Marmol, but I'm, it doesn't seem like he can do anything wrong. Like, nobody talks <laughs> about his job in well, Jeopardy at all, and they're theoretically like, and like they're I said, to said, With, I reg- to with
2: regards to it, here's what I, I want to make sure I emphasize. This. The season's not over. They could make changes yeah. at the end of the season, so that's the key. What I would say is different here, and I could be off the mark on it because it's not like I'm locked in, um, with all shows and, and, and so on. But uh, I don't even feel like anybody's talking about it. Like it's just understood that John Mazalak will be back, that Ali Marmol will be back. Yeah. And that is what I think is different than the vast majority of markets. I would be shocked if the New York Mets have the exact same staff in front of office back next year. I'd be shocked if the San Padres have the exact same staff in front of office next year. Who else is a dumpster fire? Well, the, the White Sox. They've already made their changes. I don't know who else would fall into All oh, the Yankees. The Yankees will be doing something. You oh, yeah,
0: that. that's what I'm saying. I think that's, Aaron Boone's gone,
2: for sure. The Yankees will be... They may have had enough of the Brian Cashman situation, although, my God, for him to have the tenure that he's had in New York, that's that's got to be unprecedented. And if they fire Mo
1: Moll, they hire Joe McEwen, and another guy is going to say, yes, sir, yes, sir, oh, yes, probably. sir. I think there's only a couple
3: managers now that don't take the phone call from the press box to tell them what to do. I think that's most of baseball now. I think Bruce Bochy, Dusty Baker, I think they probably called the shots. Yeah, yeah old-timers. Yeah, maybe Dave Roberts in L.A. I don't know how many others because most of them are younger guys who are completely hooked into the analytic thing.
2: Darnell Coles calls his own shots. Wish we had darn our cool. <laughs> if you would like to see. Wouldn't that oh, be incredible? Yeah. Uh hey, if you are dealing with low energy, low motivation, weight gain, or muscle loss. If you're tired all the time, you're feeling anxious, you're feeling moody, that can be low testosterone. That's where mentality comes into play online at lowtusa.com. Mentality is a local healthcare facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform at their very best uh it doesn't matter what age you are low testosterone can be an issue with any guy even if you've tried testosterone before not everyone understands the blood chemistry in men's bodies mentality can help the normal range for testosterone is large if you've been to a doctor and they told you that you were normal without understanding the range or testing your free testosterone it was not fully looked at come get checked with mentality online at low t USA.com, EDF sponsor of our text inbox here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After. They used to be known as engineer design facilities, but now they're known as the EDF group, and we had their uh, buyer text in and say he wants us to raise their rates because you he's know, so happy with our 7 o'clock hour. That, that we do as that's much. Correct. That's correct. So that's, that's, uh, that's when you know you're delivering for a client is when they <laughs> contact you to raise their it rates. It's not like we should offer
3: some sort of discount.
2: They want to go the other way. Uh, uh, Engineer design facilities moving forward is the EDF Group, the most experienced data center and critical facility service provider in the St. Louis market. Check out the newly revamped website, theedfgroup.com, and take a look at each of the three divisions they have to offer. EDF Group is your one throat to choke for all your critical facilities, data center, commercial fire alarm, and electrical and IT infrastructure needs. To contact the EDF Group, email fire at theedfgroup.com. Experience the EDF Group difference and learn more at theedfgroup.com. And... Think about it, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Do that. That's what I'm doing. What do you think? I
3: just thought about
2: it. And what, what conclusion did well, you draw? I just think it's, it's, a, it's a
3: fabulous thing to think about.
2: Hey, what response did you get from L.O. Nothing yet? Oh, I haven't heard back from uh, the She's, guys yet.
0: She just got off the set like well, four thought,
1: hours ago. I thought of it last night, and I was watching TV, and it was like 9 o'clock, so. I just emailed him. I'll hear her back today at some point. Nice. Doug, uh, what would
2: be the first question you would ask?
3: Who's big for you?
2: <laughs> Who wouldn't know what else to ask? Yeah. Is your butt real?
3: I beg your pardon? <laughs> Clip
1: that off. <laughs> what? You think she's had the BBL? I don't think so. I think hers is real. Is right? Yeah. It's a so nice do you one.
3: Think it's, do you think it's
1: real? I, I don't know.
3: I don't know who the woman is.
1: Nice little tan line above her crack.
3: Don't do that. Uh, don't do that with your hand. Don't <laughs> well, make that, that motion. That little,
1: that little mark right there above, what the, do they uh, call that? above the tramp stamp.
2: Above it? She uh, has one? No, no we're back. She's, she's a little young at, to have one.
1: No, she doesn't have a tramp stamp. She's got a big, long, some kind of... Asian writing up her back. I isn't think it's it? Asian-American is oh. the term. Isn't that what it is, though? I'm not sure. It's honestly. like a scroll. It looks.
2: <laughs> Dead Sea Scrolls.
1: Scroll
3: up her back. Up her back, yeah. You don't have to keep making the motion with your hand. <laughs> well, hands. take a look at it. it take, a take, look. A look at take a look at it. Take a look and back. see if it's writing or for no, some kind of scripture. Or... L- I'm not
2: I'm just going, going to.
1: Sure. It's just, it looks like a s- <laughs> picture of a spine. Go all the way up.
3: Just stop doing that with your hand, making the motion. <laughs> well, I'm telling you how up. far
1: it goes. And that little one, it goes all the way up her
3: back. There
2: it is again.
1: I'm pretty sure. Unless you just had a fake tattoo
2: one day. Uh, let Matt Rocchio know that the Angry Beaver board of directors will be listening closely today and judging his performance. That's from Beer Cats.
3: Oh. Yeah, who oh. would
2: that
1: be? Maybe that would be one of his six questions. Is marrying ketchup actually a job? Oh, no.
3: It's a full-time gig. You kidding me?
1: forwarding that to rocky he right just, now so he, he'll he he knows can take them, them all water. home and do it at home and then bring him back the next day did you have to stay there
3: i think you just do it right there at the restaurant
1: i don't know angry beaver has a board i'm not even sure they have ketchup
3: oh i'm sure they have ketchup
1: <laughs> the man packs you just open up and squeeze it and you don't have to marry it anymore and he wouldn't have a job
3: huh you think that would eliminate a lot of uh, labor costs if you were to go to Squeeze yeah, ketchup well, packets? Well, in his a case,
1: boat. yeah. There's the one for the board of directors. You want to save some money? Just buy a squeeze package. You lose his job and save He's the here, money. You ought to be on the board. Huh? Yeah, you save your four bucks an hour. This is
3: what you do when you take these breaks that are so long. You, you come up with money-making and money-saving ideas for the Hubbard. Cont- <laughs> contemplate ways to
1: save money.
2: Yeah. Uh, Beer Cats has responded. Uh, he says it pays enough for a 1,600-square-foot condo in downtown St. Louis. That's for Beer Cats. I don't know if that was a wealth brag. Was that a wealth brag? Yes.
3: Better I, have exposed bricks. Sounds like a pretty big condo.
2: Well, it's
1: it's just a box. Have you seen the place? It's just no. A, it's That's, just a square building. There's no architectural design to it. It's just to put up some bricks, some windows, and go live there.
0: And Doug, have you seen uh, a ketchup marrying machine? Needs a lot of space. No. Not easy. Where is this condo he lives in? I don't know. Apparently, 1600 You can't miss it off on of
1: Highway 40. It's right there by. Uh, I think it's Midtown myself, but.
3: Is it by the Enterprise Big Center? Deal. That's
1: not mid I don't know. Somebody must have left you some money. Oh, he
3: couldn't have earned it himself?
1: Not with that job.
3: Is it possible he's got something on the side? He like a be. full-time gig?
1: Some, something he's not telling us. I don't know, maybe. Oh. But he's so proud of that ketchup marrying job.
2: I've never seen Ella Reese, but based on Ken's description of her tattoo, it sounds like she has the opening credits for Star Wars on her back. Some Alan Dainville, That
1: would what? be an interesting look.
2: <laughs> it it kind of looks like that. I don't,
1: I've don't. i never seen Star
2: Wars, so I don't
1: know. Is that right? Never seen Star Wars.
2: Iggy knows absolutely nothing about architecture, thanks, Steve Wildwood. Yeah, like you do. No offense, but I don't think I'd be bragging about living in a place downtown. That's from the Pope. Doug and the Pope defeated oh. me in the fan page. Yeah, most people are moving
1: out from down there. You're... Uh...
2: Yeah. Well, Ballpark Village
1: is a nice place. Come on, Ella, show me that back.
2: 0.400
3: is a nice place. What, what are you doing now? You're, stro- you're I'm looking for porn? images
1: that show her back so I can show two. So t- you're, going at, you're on a porn site right now? It's not a porn. I'm looking at images on Google. I haven't seen one naked picture yet. Oh, here's a picture of Della Reese.
2: <laughs> you know, we got a radio show going on. Touched here. by an Angel. <laughs> and there was a guy who used to email in named Touched by an Uncle. Yes. <laughs> oh. He's That'd That'd be be the worst one. in Ellery's back <laughs>
1: tattoo.
2: I don't know what this is. Uh, oh, KG in O-town. I guess he's coming up. as it's Kathy? Just sent in a picture of Jackson drinking a Mick Ultra. Doug, what is this that he's sitting in? Uh,
3: I can't see because.
2: Of... Can you see my nurse? Pa, is can he you already t- at the clubs? I guess. Uh, they're already there. I don't. I know. told I look- you that
0: so that they flew out 4:30 Vegas time. They would get there around now.
2: Around seven thirty. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. So where is he though? It looks he like, does look like he's in a club. Maybe he's like in an Uber or something. I wonder if Circus sent a car for him. Yeah. Oh, I think it is a, I think it I think they did. Well, he's probably they're in the... a limo? Yeah, they are. These guys. Wow. But also, so hard. Got it for a couple of full
3: timers who are taking advantage <laughs> of their positions.
1: Well, it's a it's a great sponsor. It's a great uh, sports book, great hotel. Yeah. So they're doing it right. It has nothing to do with who's there.
3: I don't know. I think they know a couple of high rollers are in town. We better treat them first class. <laughs> Why are these all videos? I
2: clicked on images.
3: Are you still looking for naked pictures? No, I'm <laughs> looking a for her back
2: tattoo. I don't know what it is. Doug, so it's the Star Wars credits on I Alarisa's mean, back? That's, that's as
1: close like. as I can come. It's kind of like halfway up there. I
2: can't tell what that is. It looks like the Hilton Head Lighthouse to me. It looks like I'm, I'm aiming at it off the 18th tee. I'm going to and I'm gonna try right to turn right. it over a little right to left.
3: Why would this be important enough for, for us to look for
2: it? Yeah, there's some writing. we got to get to, like,
1: it looks It looks like floating bubbles.
2: Whistle snoots in his own world. Plowhawk, did you uh, filter out the emails, or should I be on high alert?
0: Oh, dude. Oh, you didn't do it? <laughs> I don't even know the email account. Oh, no.
2: Oh, God. Oh, no. Again. All right, I don't know who the good ones are and who the bad ones are. I feel like Jackson knows. I'm just reading them in order, Doug. Okay. Plowhawk, have your finger on the trigger because okay, ready. Uh, I don't know what we're going to have here. Ladies and gentlemen, we're giving you blues tickets. Blues tickets are on sale now at stlouisblues.com. Head on down the hallway with me. Matt Rocchio and his tuba and strap-on will be. Uh, Steve, did you leave plenty. Did you leave a mic drop about his strap-on? Yes, the tuba, please. Uh, good morning. My favorite part of today's show is spending 30 minutes on the DFS showdown and coming up with a solution to draft Doug's team and still not doing it. Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> no, we didn't. You we have to do that off the air? Maybe it doesn't start. Probably, It probably doesn't with only 30 golfers. We can probably do it tomorrow morning. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Sums up the okay. show p- perfectly. i time have the hiccups. That's not going to be well received on 101. Doug, that's from the foot Shoulder The foot shoulder. What does that mean? I just read what's in the prompter.
3: Could it be the foot soldier?
2: Could be. Uh, shoulder? Hi, Tim Smooches. That's from Steve in Wildwood. Steve in Wildwood. Steve, you really do need to leave a mic drop with a veiled reference to a strap, strap-on-wielding board. Up. Oh,
3: gosh. He doesn't wield it. He's the unfortunate victim. That was my understanding. Oh, yeah, he was the Peggy.
2: Yeah. Margaret? Hello. Have you viewed my video? Oh, likes. Well, I said views, but Matt likes. I guarantee you I said one of them, though, so prove me wrong. Anyway, have you guys heard of my cooking show? It was my idea, and some coworker took it and made several videos, so it's mine. Who am I talking to? I'm wondering how Tim got a Venmo shirt, but I won't ask because I know my place. I don't really know what's going on right now. There's been a fly on my left arm the whole time. Why is my coffee cold? I only got it 70 minutes ago. That's from Sandy Crook. Doug, this is what happens when there is no filtered fire.
1: I guess. Oh, no, that was true.
3: Sandy Crook. Crook.
2: Put that mouth round my whole lick, taste, and uh, joy. Baloney is us. Yeah, Baloney.
1: Is us.
3: He's
2: new.
1: Kind of filtered that one out of there. Can you go down and just read who the name is from before you read it? Then you know. I don't... I, I mean, I recognize Stephen
2: Wildwood's name. And that was his? <laughs> no, no. I don't know. I don't know that Jackson's the one who handles this every day. So I can... Ever since I believe Gangster Pete was fired for an hour uh, for me reading an email, we, we created the filtered file. Oh, so I get, can just go in and read and not think anything of it. Yeah, no.
1: We get the same four every day. I mean...
2: No. We got a pop, bunch in Jackson here. I mean, here all the ones Yeah, I know, with.
1: but we... We know the four that we read every day. Pop Pop,
2: JV Golf Coach Swope, and Kevin Miller. But their names aren't in here. There's a bunch of names I don't recognize. No. Yeah. Well, maybe by it's their it. day. Maybe it's her time. Did we make it to second base if we sniff the same brown toilet paper? Oh, oh, oh. Ah yes, the unmistakable aroma of my wife's uncle's sautéed yeah. corn kernels, or as we like to call them, yellow submarines, uh. as they bob in the briny depths of his XL overnight dried depends. Overnight dried I delicately scooped up the aromatic morsels, plunking them in the umami-rich sauce that could only be described as post-colonic nectar, then enjoyed a satisfying crunch. It's like eating caviar, only a bit more rustic and full-bodied. Oh. Sniff the breeze, savor the cheese, Doug. Oh. Twink about it, that's Gosh. from Doty's Golf Move. Doty's Golf Move, oh, with a terrible it. email. <laughs> This is what happened. no filtered file. I mean, it's just, yeah. this is what
3: Hoffman would do, isn't it? Yeah, Hoffman had no filter whatsoever.
2: Mourn, me and the 23 other power sad fan pagers who have been listing for a decade and for some reason feel an undeserved sense of entitlement like we are members of the show have added a few new TMA rules to let the fans know how they can cheer at home. TMA Rule 74A: Whenever you return from break twenty minutes late after forcing your coworkers to talk to you, be sure to slam the door behind you to not so subtly remind everyone it's time to talk Ken again.
3: (laughs) He just slammed it again.
2: TMA Rule Number 74B: Tim and Doug do the live reads to make the money. Ken will do the talking. DMA, DMA rule number 76. Whenever you feel threatened by someone getting Tim's, Tim's attention, step your game up by asking waste of time questions like, let's say you went to Brown. Would you care about Mizzou losing a non-conference game? Or say you're working at the Pops house and wanted to see a co strip. I felt weird about that. Sack. that's from Pia Pounds. Pia Pounds. He, well, he's new. Great show today, fellas. Despite being shorthanded, things went off without a hitch. Plowsy remembered to play ween after nearly every break. We got to hear from Tim a little bit between blatant and unprovoked hijackings. (laughs) The listeners still got berated, and we learned more than we ever knew about Iggy during the legendary 7 o'clock hour of Plowsy. No wonder the sponsor decided that it is in everyone's best interest to put Jackson on the air at 5 a.m. local time following a surprisingly refreshing one hour and 45 minutes of sleep each day while he experiences all that a Sin City virgin can experience with a Trent from Swingers type wingman in KG and town That's from Shooter McGavin, okay. the vice president of Midtown Breezeways. Shooter McGavin,
3: vice president of Midtown Breezeways.
2: Some folks are bellyaching about the heat, but I like it, and here's why. I experienced a new level of swamp ass yesterday afternoon, and it's absolutely thrilling. At first, I thought my feisty prostate released a little golden dribble in my pant, but it was just my lumpy skin folds and crack sweating more than a stripper at the zoo in July. As the excess moisture started to flood my once-white but now brownish-yellow briefs, this new level of butt-sweat made my mind race to the exciting possibilities. Will Dale sport wood at the sight of the sweat stain seeping through my slack? Will Gus be aroused by my gushing grundle when I get inside the office? Will Jerome finally jump my bones because of my impressively drenched inner thigh? Yesterday, my pants were saturated with so much swampy cheek water that I could have made Lucas Glover blush. (laughs) I'm talking about Olympic levels of swamp ass here, finally. My dad can be proud of me for something And that is the fact that my taint is capable of producing enough liquid to fill a kiddie pool oh. By golly, that's what I'll do when I get home today I'm going to put a few extra layers of clothing to trap the excess heat in my nethers So I can leak profound amounts of sweat into a small wading pool While my dog and I just sit there and soak Gosh. Who knows, maybe one of the hefty guys from the fan page Will join me for a dip in the refreshing pond of my crotch soup uh. Which fellow wants to wring out my waterlogged compression socks onto their boy chest like a wet chamois while I get a nice handful of the hairy diabetic sea cups hiding in their sports bra? Any takers? It's in the JV Golf Coach. Oh, gosh. JV Golf Coach. And finally, all my cooking videos have thousands of views. Just go check my feed. Oh, you checked, and there's still only a few hundred. We'll keep checking. Oh, you're still checking? Get a life, loser. Yeah, get a life. At least they get more views than KG and O-Town's dumb peanut butter and mayonnaise video with Doug. What's that? That video got over 5,500 views? Well, let me move the goalposts from views to likes and casually name drop Brent Shelton. (laughs) Let's say you went to Brown and you needed to enter a pair of DFS golf rosters for a sponsored bit, but you couldn't because you were in Las Vegas. Would you drive 250 miles to Flagstaff, Arizona, just send your login info to a coworker who said he'd take care of everything you needed while you were away? No, I can't possibly log in and do it on my laptop because it's infected with viruses I picked up while scouring the dark web for leaked OnlyFans videos of Harley Geek Girl and the mechanic with Giant Breast. I can't do it on my phone either because that would require me to sign out of my account and that's a problem because I can never remember my passwords and I always have to task cupboards internal IT staff Anytime I need to sign in anything Mm. Listen, douchebag, I can handle things I'm smart, not like everybody says Let me tell you about this time I hung out At a car dealership, autographing photos Of me holding a guitar that I don't know how to play Yeah, these confused olds Who are even more technically challenged Than I am for some reason They didn't want to download the TMA app In order to win George Thorogood tickets Probably because George Thorogood isn't playing In St. Louis in 2023 And it'd be weird to download an app for a show They've never heard of to win tickets to a concert that isn't happening. They probably don't even know what it showed is either. Thanks. That's Buck Swope. And that's what we have. Buck
3: Swope. Nice little email Bob, For the
2: Design Air heating and cooling uh, I was
3: going to go with Pia Pounds, but I changed my mind. I'm going to go with Buck Swope. Right so there, the first
1: there. thing you do when I say George Thurgood tickets is you go look up has he been here this year? Ha! Got him. Just a complete idiot. Oh, God.
2: I'm yeah. going with the Doty's golf swing. I go with Pia Pound. So now the Plowhawk becomes the Speaker of the House. Come on, I Pepper and Genie.
0: I don't want to do it, but I got to vote for the best. And swoop. Oh, 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 okay, okay, oh my God! Okay, good. Oh my God! Pepper and Genie's over, Doug. I didn't want to, and I no I was hoping that over. Tim would get it home, so I didn't have to vote. <laughs> Pounds,
2: uh, But it's P-Pow's Buck Swope who has right. won the Blues tickets. He's going to see wins per game on November 7th. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go see Matt Rocchio down the hallway. Uh, flip on over to the uh, 101 ESPN YouTube and have some fun over there. That's how you can entertain yourself for the next hour. Mm-hmm. Time for us to shut it down for the Plowhawk, for uh, Action Jackson, who is vacationing. And working in Las Vegas for Kenneth Iggy Strode, for my brother Kevin, for Douglas Elavon, to Tim McKernan. This has been Ryan Kelly, Morning After, from the Michelob Ultra Studios.
3: All right.